This podcast is brought to you by 3B, the mental wellbeing company, hosted by Claire and Sue, co-founders of 3B. When you've got your wellbeing mojo on, you're firing on all cylinders. You're accepting of whatever comes your way. You're being resilient. We believe that one size does not fit all, and we want you to discover your own wellbeing mojo. So join us on our podcast journey where we'll be exploring the many different aspects of mental well-being. And hopefully, you can learn what you need to get your well-being mojo on. This week's podcast features an extract from our weekly radio show, Let's Talk Wellbeing. What is overwhelm? What is this all about? Why do we get it? So we're going to try and cover a bit of a, a bit of a wide range of stuff, I suppose, really, with this. So, Sue, why does overwhelm matter? Why why are we talking about this? I've been really thinking about this because I think it might have been me that suggested that we talked it about it. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm thinking, what is what? It, how would I define it? First of all, and I think the first thing to say, like like lots of the stuff that we talk about on the show, is it's important to acknowledge that this will look like something different for everybody. We're not saying, you know, it's a one-size-fits-all, a bit like with the exercise we were talking about in the first hour. Um, so people's interpretation of this word will be really different, but hopefully there'll be some stuff that we talk about that will resonate. I think for me, I would describe it as just when everything becomes too much. So there's that feeling of you're sinking, you're drowning, you know, I'm feeling submerged or it's just, and I can't, I think for me, it's kind of like when I can't, I can't think. It's sort of like everything's coming in at me. I can't think, I don't know what to do. Might also coincide with feeling panicky, but not always. Sometimes it's, it's a different reaction that I have. So, yeah, I think, but if I was going to use any phrase to sum it up for me, it's this feeling of it being too much. Yeah. So, how do, so where, if you're feeling too much, obviously that's going to impact on your mental well-being, isn't it? Absolutely. you're not going to be able to deal with things. Yeah. So, the fact that we have overwhelm, it is, it's, it's sort of like, there's too much going on, we can't deal with stuff, we can't can't think our way through it mm. you can't come up with solutions can you i think yeah. that's you'd kind of lose that sense of logic almost yeah when you're overwhelmed yeah. something that would be really simple and you could come up with an answer to normally it's gone and I th- I think that's the key what you said there it's like it's that logical approach okay like so and because that's where we go when we go into problem solving we might be creative but there's there's also logic going on I think that when we're in this overwhelm, it's actually our emotions. So everything's impacting on our emotions to the point where we couldn't even probably state, oh, I'm feeling like angry or sad. Or It is overwhelmed because it's just, there's probably a myriad of them going on all at the same time. And you, you can't pinpoint each one. You can't touch on each one. You can't go, well, what's going on with me there? That brings you're me right back to it. that inside out, that yeah. film. You yeah. know, there is that kind of moment, isn't there, where there's just too much for the young girl and she can't pinpoint what's wrong yeah and it shuts down shuts down yeah 
that's really true. See, I knew I loved you for a reason. <laughs> well, I mean, Chesney Oaks, one and only, and also <laughs> and in two films. <laughs> that's <laughs> me to a T. Kindred spirits meeting happening right here in the studio. It's lovely. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah it's this you, you you then shut down and that can go either of two ways can't it you can go into shutdown which is that that's that breakdown you've had enough and actually you're not going to come out or you go you go into a state for a little while but either way you're not managing things you're not able to function as you usually would and you're not able to think things through and like you say you're not able to problem solve or or find a way forward that kind of thing it can be really detrimental to our health and i mean that in both physically and mentally because it can really impact on our bodies as well when we go through that can't it yeah i think it, i think it's interesting i think it takes different forms obviously for different people and I think there's different kinds of overwhelm, isn't there? There's sort of like personal things that could be going on for us within our, our world, you know, our immediate things that we have to deal with, our family, our workplace, whatever it is. And then there's also that kind of wider overwhelm of what's going on in the world, you know, in, in a wider sense. And when that kind of like infiltrates our personal world in some way, it can be really difficult to sort of navigate. But yeah, what you're saying there, Claire, about how it can be detrimental to our mental well-being and, and also to our impact on us physically, I think that this is something that's really important to be aware of. And I think we maybe underestimate sort of this concept of, of overwhelm because I think Karen and I were talking before the show and I think we were sort of saying that everybody's struggling with it. Overwhelm is so big at the moment. I think we were overwhelmed during lockdown. We're overwhelmed now we've come out of lockdown because we've gone back to that normal life, so to speak, where we're running around trying to do everything, trying to be that perfect mm. person. And you can't do it all. You can't you can't be perfect all the time. And as you say, it does get overwhelming trying to and for me, I get to a point where I'm probably go a bit crazy and a bit explosive mm. and I'm like ah around the house a bit <laughs> hubby will be listening oh yeah <laughs> and I, I can become a bit overwhelmed just trying to find like a Tupperware thing out of the that could be the tipping point you know trying to find that plastic tub out of the cupboard and that'll be like I can't find anything in this house and that just tips me over the, <laughs> the but end. actually what you're saying there is uh, but that's what people see so people say oh Karen's got a bit like you know Moody. mad <laughs> over a tupperware box when well, you're blowing that all out of proportion aren't you carrie this is what it sort of links but it's with the build-up of things that get to exactly. that exactly it is isn't it so where it, often externally people will see something and think well you just yeah you, you're just taking that all out of proportion and i hear that i can i can hear people saying it i've heard people saying it to other people but actually like you say you're only seeing the tip of the iceberg you're not seeing everything else beneath that that has gone on for that person which is why i i always think don't say anything there is no need to say you're blowing that out of proportion don't think there is not helpful it's not kind it's really not helpful in any way and also you have no idea what's going on for that person so you don't know what that is and that could actually make somebody feel even more overwhelmed that now they've also got to hold on to something because whoever they're speaking to thinks they're you know being overboard with stuff no you're right my husband calls he's, he's always talking to me the the chimp 
I think there's a book, is it? There is, a there book, is, yeah. He must have read it. I've not read that one yet. And he mm. says, sometimes you just need to, that person that you can vent, when you are overwhelmed, that person that you can vent to and go, who's not going to actually try and offer solutions and go, oh, maybe this. Yeah. And just let them have that vent. Yeah. Let them have that moment. And then once they've got it off the chest, most of the time people will be okay with that. Exactly, yeah. But it's finding that person that you feel safe to be able to do that with. Yeah, yeah, it definitely... I think you only find out who who that is when you're in it sometimes. Yeah, no, you may think, oh, I've got, I've got friends, I can talk to them, but actually then you do and you hear it coming back to you, well, you're taking that out of, of you know, all proportion kind of thing. And they don't understand and then and then they knock you down. I've had that done to me and I've I've honestly thought I could trust these people and then I couldn't. And so you don't know who that's gonna be, but if you can if you do know somebody and I do now, so it's sort of like if you do know somebody who you can talk about, you're not gonna get a judgment and unnecessarily, like you say, not gonna try and fix it because you can fix it on your own. Sometimes you can't. And I know we've talked to me and Sue, because she is the person I go to, you know. Because I, I, there is no judgment there, and I know she won't judge me on it. She'll just accept where I'm coming from and ask me questions about it. And then sometimes I'll go, I don't know what to do. I need you to tell me. And that's fine. But other times it's like, no, I do know, and I can work it. I just need to get it out. And I'm really big on talking things through we are at yeah. 3b aren't we yeah. just talking's one of the best it is well, you've got your walking and you're talking walking and you're talking <laughs> and you can do them walking together talking, do them together which is a perfect combination but they are the two best things for mental well-being i think this is it with this this overwhelm it strikes me that there's a lot that you know what you're saying about the tupperware incident which we'll now refer to as the tupperware incident <laughs> but it's you know we we keep things in don't we when we bottle them up the simmering under the surface I'm very guilty of trying to deal with things on my own I'm not a very good person at asking for help I'm getting better at it but I have this real kind of no I you know I created this problem I have to solve it kind of mentality you know um and so but what will happen with me is that things will I'll cope and cope and cope until I'm until I don't cope yeah and I think it's this word coping, you know, it's kind of got connotations, hasn't it? In one way, it's a good thing because sometimes we just need to be able to cope with something and we just need to get through it. You know, that's just part of life. But then other times it might be that we're constantly in coping mode and that's where we are, that's where we're existing. And actually, when we're there, that's when it starts to take its toll because there's no let up from it, is well, there? Going back to cortisol levels, if yes. you're in that constant high kind of coping stressed state mm. your cortisol levels are just through the roof which isn't good for you long term so at some point it could be the tupperware it could be anything that's just gonna make that break and then everything kind of comes crashing in on itself then doesn't it or and finding ways that you do cope that take it away yes sorry if i jumped the gun no <laughs> no go tell us tell us what you mean by that kind so for me personally, to I mean, I think most people love a to-do list. I, I'm a keen to-do list. So each night I spend a couple of minutes and I make a list of what I've got to do the next day. And I also do a gratitude list. So I do three things that I'm grateful for. And sometimes it's hard to find three things, but it can be like last night, sitting down eating tea together as a family. That's, that's, lovely. The, that's a, a lovely thing to be grateful for. Or... Um, I'm trying to think, going for a coffee with a friend or a walk or 
being in peace and quiet to watch Love Island. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> guilty pleasure. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you heard it here Watching first. Watching it live <laughs> before it all comes on social media and I see what's happened. But you know, it's, <laughs> it's daft things like that that just taking stock of what you've got because I think we take for granted everything that's there yeah. as a norm. And as you say, that doesn't help with the, the overwhelm. When you look back at what you've got, sometimes it's like, actually, do you know what? I'm doing all right here. Mm. I'm healthy. I've got, the, I've got my family. I've got a roof over my head. I've got a job. I've, you know, I know that's not the case for everyone, but sometimes just taking one of those little things that you can be grateful for can make such a big yeah. difference. It really is something I want to go back to was what you said Sue about you're not very good at asking for help and you know you'll get to a point where then you've got to yeah and it's I all these things come to us I think at a certain time and I've I actually saw something this morning so so social media is good for some things I was watching something this morning about and it said it's always good to get help from friends and you should always ask and it was a turtle that was upside down in the water, frantically trying to get the other way up. And, and as you know, they really do, they can't get up very often and they can die like that. And this this little turtle was like bashing around and clearly going to get so, so tired that it wouldn't be then able to move. And all you could see was all these other turtles coming towards it and forming under it and around it so that eventually he was able to touch one of them and flip it over. This is a real video. This like, is a real I video need, that I, I watched this morning. Amazing. I, I thought you were, like, it was like, going to be a cartoon. Or no, oh my it's gosh. a real video of this happening, of this little turtle fighting oh. to get up. And everybody, wow. I didn't ask. Everybody everybody else, all the other turtles were coming to help it. It was brilliant watching it. And I just thought, that that it just straight need. came to mind. It's like, if you wait until you are completely out of energy and everything else and then you ask for help it might be too late or you're not going to get over that because your energy's been depleted so then you just you can't do anything whereas early on so if he wasn't flashing about and they'd come to help him earlier you know then it could have tipped over and he'd still have a load of energy and he'd probably be healthier and would be able to get on with things and I think there's that that kind of thing that we need to Teach ourselves that it's okay to ask for help, that we don't have to carry all the burden until it becomes a burden that's too much for us. So what you were saying before about so about different overwhelm, it's like, yeah, sometimes there's overwhelm, but we can get over it quicker. And then there's overwhelm where it gets to us to such an extent that actually it is it centers down this rabbit hole of not being able to get out rabbits and turtles coming out (laughs) how how do we get to that point where we feel it's all right and okay to ask for help what are your it's a really good question Uh, i think claire and i are really big on noticing and curiosity so they're two of our our big words use it 3b in the work that we do and I think you know it's a practice so if it's not something that comes naturally to you everything is a practice and that's not in a I must fix this about myself kind of way it's just in a "Hmm, the way that I'm responding at the minute doesn't really serve me doesn't really help me 
potentially impacts on the people around me so actually it's up to me to kind of try and find a way to shift that a little bit and to do it in going back to the tiny tweaks thing doing it in small ways and not beating yourself up if you don't do it so I think over time it just becomes more familiar because everything's a habit everything's you know a a pattern in our brains you know sending signals oh I'm familiar with this I know this oh this feels weird I'm not sure about this you know so it it just gets to that point the more that we do it the more that we will be comfortable with it and I think another big part of it is you know our belief system so do I believe it's okay to ask for help yeah I do actually and actually it shows doesn't it that people like being asked to help yeah and I think we forget that sometimes, don't we? So, Makes yeah, us I think feel wanted and needed, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah, it does. So I think that I mean that I think that's a, a great response. I think uh, the other side of it as well would be, if you notice that about somebody, then as a friend, then you try because Sue will sometimes come on when we're getting together on our our work days, and I know she's not okay, and she'll go, "Yeah, I'm fine." And oh, that's the but, worst answer, yeah. isn't it? Oh, it's that's, very guilty. That's the giveaway the answer. Yeah, fine. Yeah, everybody knows in my life. I say I'm fine. You've had it. It's just like <laughs> it's really not. But she, I, she'll say something, and I, but I won't let her. So what I then do is go, you don't sound it, or like you know, it doesn't seem like you are. Are you sure, or do you want to talk about it, or so we'll make that Ask twice. so. So that it becomes then a permission kind of thing. Because sometimes we need that. Sometimes we need a bit of a permission. No, I can share this. Because we might be really busy. But actually, at the end of the day, that can wait until she needs to get off her chest, whatever she needs to get off, and vice versa. Well, she might not be as productive. You're not as productive when you're overwhelmed, are you? Because you actually make such a big thing that you get nothing done whatsoever, you know. And it's really key because actually, you know, in work, we come to we come to work as a whole person. We can't, you know, it's really old fashioned thinking to go leave that at the door. You've got to leave your personal life at the door if it's something about that. But also the other way around that you're not going to bring problems from work home with you kind yeah. of thing, because that's going to happen. And when we know within our business, it, it can, it can really affect us at times. As coaches, you know, it's important that we have coaching supervision to make sure that we are in a healthy place to get things off our chest, that we're able to support people from where they are and take things from what's going on with them. So I think there's two, I think it's about knowing yourself and learning. But also, if you're a friend, you can help that because actually then what you'll hopefully do is you'll be saying to that person, this is a safe space. This is a place like you have, you know, when people get together and come for a chat and stuff like that. It's that safe space. I can share and I'm not going to get judged and I'm not going to have people going, well, you know what you need to do. You need to do this or you need to do that or you're too emotional or, yeah, get a grip, (laughs) you know. You'll get people who won't say all of those things that can really make you You go, right? You need a listener, don't you? Keep it to yourself. Yeah. And you need to, as a friend, I think my thing is always ask twice. Like you said, so are you okay? And then they go, yeah, yeah, I'm fine. No, are you okay? And asking twice. And I think that's when you get your honest response from them yeah, that second time I think it shows that you actually really want an answer because so many times you just say it you, you just feel say like it you have this, to it's for, say, for saying sake isn't it mm. kind of thing but actually yeah really saying it um, it makes that huge difference but this overwhelm can really affect us it can be 
lots of things have gone on all at the same time and then we're not able to function with with it so how can we stop overwhelm so i'm going to put that out to you too <laughs> do you know how we could maybe try and stop this overwhelm from happening that's a hard one, isn't it? Go on. Well, 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 it is. It is. It's really hard. And I think one of the things we often talk about is dealing with things in the moment. And I think when it's all coming at you, when it feels like everything's falling apart or that you, you know, I'm rubbish, I can't cope, I shouldn't have done this, you know, whatever the overwhelm kind of little chatter is in your mind. I think for me, the first thing is to just reach for that pause button, you know, and just press it and just have a few moments and everything will just carry on but what it will do is you're just kind of like reclaiming time yeah. and it puts you in the driving seat because when you're in that state of overwhelm you don't feel in control do you you don't feel and you don't think feel like anything's possible but i think the big thing with this is do something you don't have to do everything all at once you don't have to solve everything all in one go is just do one thing. And if you're going to do one thing, just reach for that pause button. And then it's all about what you do next. Whatever that happens to be. And, and these, this all sounds really great and really easy in theory. So it could be that, I don't know, that you, you draw out a pause button, your piece of paper, or you make one. Um, we've often talked about having some three B ones made up, haven't we, Claire? Yes. Susan, <laughs> this links with our uh, breathe part of our Be Believe Breathe, and Sue's always talked about this pause button. And it's in my head now; it's massive. You know, it's it's the size of a beach ball, kind of, and it's it's red. It's got pause on it, and you press it properly, both hands, and you press into it. And it just stops everything. And it's what's in my head. And so, yeah, what Sue was saying, we'd love to get one to go, this is your pause button, just come just and press, press it. it. Because actually, yeah, that's what we need to do. We need to pause. We need to sit with stuff or just be with ourselves. Because what we need to do is start to simmer and, and things will start to come to us. But like Sue said, it's not about, let's not deal with it. Let's just notice it. That's the yeah. first and foremost is notice what's going on because actually if you've lost it with the Tupperware box because you've also had this and this yeah. and this Break and this down. and all these other things and then it's like, okay, well, I'm allowed to feel like this and I think that's a big one. Allowing yourself that moment. Yeah, yeah. it is. Yeah. It's true. I mean, I, do, I talk a lot about stress with my ladies and how to cope with stress and this is obviously very similar and one of them is stop. If you're overwhelmed with work and I got one day during lockdown completely overwhelmed completely had so much to do and I put in a group I can't cope it was a fitness instructor group and I got go for a walk turn the computer off have sex and just chill and that was it <laughs> are you supposed to do the wall I wall? love this checklist <laughs> yeah. oh, and you don't even need anyone for the sex part do you nowadays it's great so even if you're not married or you've not got a partner but it was just that stop and take your time and as you say, just because once you come back to it, you can then break it down into those small bite-sized pieces that are manageable. Yeah. Because as you say, once you're in that overwhelm, it's hard to look past it. Yeah. It's hard to look out of it. I think it's, for me, it's like that overwhelm brings this fog 
and just you can't you can't really nothing's clear you can't really see anything and that yeah so if you've got that i love that list i'm Sorry. taking that i'm <laughs> taking that list that's a fabulous list <laughs> Um, and not doing it all at once, but yeah, in, in part. Yeah, don't walk and have sex at the same time. <laughs> and don't blame me for it if you do. <laughs> but it's like, and it, but how, that's another thing, laughter. Oh, laughter. So the amount of times that I've just gone, oh, so I'll put something on, like YouTube or something like that, and I'll just watch a comedian or something. And part of me is then feeling guilty because I'm going, should be working, should be doing this, should be cleaning the house, the tea, whatever it happens to be. And then I try and stop that because then I go, this is good because this will make me laugh and then I'll come back to it. And then actually just watching five minutes of that and having a laugh enables me to then be calmer, be clearer, understand a little more bit more. More productive and get yeah. stuff done. My daughter totally. becomes quite overwhelmed sometimes. <laughs> Because she's at that, you know, age where hormones are probably starting to kick in as well yeah. and they don't quite understand her. And my little boy, he's older, he'll come up with like a YouTube video of puppies or pictures of puppies, <laughs> cute puppies. <laughs> and she just sits there with it for her and she goes, oh, okay. And you can see that like from that like, yeah. kind of big explosion, you can just see her coming down slowly. Just I love that. I love your boy <laughs> oh, for doing that. He's adorable. He I'm very, I'm very bad. Well, they both are. They're both adorable, but he's very sensitive. And he just, oh. he knows that that works for her. That's what we need more of oh, in the world. I love that. Yeah. More and sensitive it, men, bring them on. It's good to be reminded that however overwhelmed may be feeling, there are always videos of puppies. <laughs> yes. You yes. know, or, you know, whatever animal, animal of choice may be, you yeah. know, cats playing the piano, whatever it is, hamsters doing really cute stuff. <laughs> But we're going to go for every animal here. No, yeah. you're all right. <laughs> we'll but I'm just, I'm just thinking though. It's kind of, you know, we're we're kind of like making light and laughing about that now. But it's going back to that thing of in that moment. I loved your idea of this fog, Claire. This kind of you, you can't see properly. But then in my mind, I had like the pause button was like coming through. through you know, fog. kind of like big bright, yeah, big bright light. beacon light. Yeah, that's why it's red because it's important. It's like really important. And I suppose it's like it is like that to use the kind of beacon light lighthouse kind of analogy is like looking for what's your turn to turn to that light do you know what i mean look at what your thing is and, and this is why we're really big here at 3b on sort of having you know what we refer to as your bank of self that you build up you know that instantly kind of making deposits into it so that when you're having those moments you can think to yourself right i've done my pause button okay so whatever i do next that's the thing that matters the most that's the only thing that matters at this point in time mm. is there something i can reach for is it a youtube video is it a meditation you know is it going for a walk or cup the of coffee. cup of coffee the rest of karen's checklist <laughs> um you know what is it but i think it's there's something that i was reading about this that i made a note of it it's kind of like we need to recalibrate because we've kind of gone off somewhere so we it's kind of like we need to come back to ourselves because we've I think in that moment we've lost, we've lost ourselves, haven't we? Yeah. Definitely. We've lost who we are or we're kind of getting swept along and it's just kind of that opportunity to recalibrate and then we can respond with intention. Oh, I like that. Respond with intention. That's great. Can I play my song? Oh, go on then. <laughs> so... This really, for me, this links really well with what you're saying. There's there's um, a, a little verse that's in this song that talks about how 
there's there's no ripples on the water, but actually the but there's still you know and there's still a ripple. There's still things that come from that. Have a listen to it. I'll explain it more afterwards. I think that might be helpful. So this is um, Grateful Dead Ripple. Bit of a different song kind of thing for me, but what I loved was. The, the lyrics so the thing that really connected with me is says ripple in still water when there is no pebble tossed nor wind to blow and I thought that's what it is when we're feeling overwhelmed very often it's all going on within us and there might not be one thing that we can put it on you know it's there's so many things at, at once but there's still a ripple going on in us there's there's still that thing that's that's happening within us that is causing some unsettled feelings to go on. And the, the other thing I liked was it, it starts with, um, if my words did glow with the gold of sunshine and my tunes were played on the harp unstrung, would you hear my voice come through the music? Would you hold it near as if it was your own? And I love that because that for me, it might not be what they mean, it's what I'm taking it as <laughs> and what it fits for me. But what I'm taking that is sometimes we need a voice to break through this overwhelm, this fog. We need a voice to go, it's okay. Just listen to my voice and voice and it'll all be okay. And it really reminds me of when I was having my breakdown and it, it there, there was a lot of stuff going on, but there was overwhelm as well. And I kept going and I was on the phone to Sue and I kept going, I can't breathe, I can't breathe. I'm walking the streets, I'm not collapsed, I can clearly breathe, <laughs> but in my head I couldn't. Yeah. And she just kept going, it's okay, and that's okay. And what are you doing? And she just kept talking through what I was doing. Not telling me what to do or anything, just talking me through. Okay, and, what, and what's going on now and how are you feeling now? And it is, it's that, that voice that can sometimes break through. And you can also do that for yourself. By telling yourself and being kind to yourself and going, I'll get through this. Let's just let's just take some time. Let's just breathe, or let's just go for a walk. Let's just sit with this. This is I'm okay, and this will be okay. And I think that is what we feel that we can't do a lot of the time. We can't feel this. Yeah. We're not supposed to feel this. It's an inconvenience, but actually, it is what we're feeling. Lots of people do, and it is okay. So rather than being negative and putting extra pressure on yourself, it's like you don't have to do anything. You can just sit, you can just be, and it will go. And this, it's all within us. Very often we can't, sometimes we can't communicate yeah. what it is, can we? I think sometimes it's allowing, a friend told me, allowing yourself to wallow. Just wallow. Just allow yourself that moment to wallow. Not feeling like you're doing anything. It's not wrong to feel like that it's normal in this everyday life and you know more you know you're not on your own as you say there's people out there who are most majority of people are overwhelmed if, if we're honest with ourselves and it, as you say it's all for different things um, but it's sometimes it's just okay I'm overwhelmed allow myself to wallow allow myself to feel sorry for myself but then what what am I going to do to turn that around and make myself feel just that little bit better watching a YouTube video going for your walk having your coffee that sort of thing what can you do to just pull you out just that little bit I think that's it isn't it it's I, I think giving yourself that permission that's a big part of it but what you said there is really significant it goes back to the what 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 you do next 
is always the most important thing so that you don't reside there in the wallowing because that's not going to be good for you but that you give yourself permission to do that you know just for a little while or for however long you feel you need Um, and then it's kind of like okay going back to the responding with intention you can't respond with intention if you're feeling overwhelmed Mm -hmm. and it's all foggy and everything's caving in at you you know and you can't you're feeling like you can't breathe you know even if clearly you were breathing in that example yeah Yeah, but if you feel like you can't that is a perfectly valid interpretation of what's going on for you in your mind so I think it's about you know we often talk about our toolkit or our tool belt um as we've recently realized is more appropriate for Claire (laughs) um and having things in that you know maybe it's a little mantra that you say to yourself you know this Mm. this will pass and kind of it's I don't know have some cue cards written down you know that you can reach for or I'm I'm just going to go and sit with my cue cards and kind of reach for my pause button and and sort of I don't know, feeling empowered to Take do control. that. Yeah, it's sort of like you are in charge. It's just that in that moment, you, you don't, don't feel it. like you are. And I think we've got to kind of help ourselves and each other with this by, you know, kind of maybe acknowledging and recognising it, but having things sort of up our sleeve that we can draw on um, when we have those moments and being there for others. And maybe and just talking about it like we are today, you know, giving giving voice to it. It's normal, you know, particularly in the times in which we're living. And as you were saying, Karen, all the things that have been happening over the last couple of years, I think that we're fooling ourselves, you know, if if we're going to be feeling otherwise, to be honest. But it's all about what we do next. Yeah, it totally is. And I think what I want to really shout out there is any men listening, it is okay for them as well. Because I, I very often feel that, you know, women will talk to other people, you know, majority of the time. But men will bottle things up and men will feel overwhelmed. It's natural for them to do. If they can find somebody to talk to as well, it'd be really helpful. You know, whether that be their partner, you know, uh, best mate, the dog, you know, just talk it out. Say it. Say what you're feeling. And don't be embarrassed about it because there is nothing to be embarrassed about. Just on that for men, locally there is a group, and I can't remember, but I will pass you guys the information. There is a, a free group for men, and they go on a bus somewhere and they do walks around. So the, it's a big group of men, and they, they get a bus to wherever, and they go for a walk and they walk and talk. But it's aimed at men. I think they are doing a women's one as well lately, and I will find the information Ooh. for you guys. But That'd just be brilliant. Because, as you say, men are very... They've got to be. They've got to be the, the the big man, haven't they? And looking after everyone else, and who looks after them? Yeah, very much so. Be great because we we know about it's good to talk. We do from Nathan. Nathan. So and he puts things on. If this is different, is that the, what, the brilliant. Phoenix Cafe, Nathan? Is it? I think it could be. Yeah, is it? He just things at, young the, boy, at the isn't at he? the Bears Paw. Oh, does he? Um, in Frodsham. Is that in it's, Frodsham? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The Bears Paw in Frodsham. No, there's, one in, there's one in Phoenix Park. 
There's um, a group there of uh-huh. young, young, young men. I say young men. Um, younger than us. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a lot younger than me. Um, but he's set up something there as well. So there, are, there is a few groups locally in Halton mm. that men could access. Yeah. Brilliant. But yeah. I will find the information. And, and we'd love to have someone from those groups on the show as well. We would. It'd yeah. be great to have them on the show. And if, yeah, if anybody's got details, we, we will also share that on our Facebook page when we get those details through. And I'm sure um, we we can share that far and wide because it's really important. So the whole point that is we are going to feel overwhelmed. It's going to happen. But to have things in place, music's a really good one for that, which is why we always try and chip a song um you know that uplifts your spirits but it's okay if you pick a song that also helps you to feel the way you feel and matches that as well it's it's very person centered it's completely with them so and i think that's why it's key not to go you're right this is what you now need to go and do and this is what you need to go and do that person will hopefully work through what they need they just need some time because we're all individual but there are things that will hopefully help and I I think just the big one is knowing that you don't have to deal with it all right there and then and you don't have to deal with it all on your own you can ask you know you could always contact us here at 3b but you can there are places out there that will really support that I think it's just like you said Karen it's really rife you know there's we're being hit with so much I know people who we coach within their workplace and they just get given higher targets all the time and if they meet them they're expected to do more and it's like there's that kind of overwhelm and if there's stuff at home they think like they can't do anything about that and they really struggle there's so much and, and it's really important that we do take some time and deal with this because otherwise it will start having an impact and could lead us down a mental health problem kind of thing, isn't it? I think part of it is something else that we talk about a lot is about coming back to getting to know ourselves and having that self-awareness. You know, and something we mentioned earlier about noticing and tuning in and having that curiosity, you know, where is this coming from? So there are things that we can do to kind of maybe kind of mitigate and prevent ourselves getting to the the Tupperware stage, you know, from earlier. It, it's sort of, we can buy, and it's just all part of our general kind of taking care of ourselves and making, you know, our health, our mind health, our body health, you know, our emotional health, our spiritual health priority. It's not a nice to do, it's not an extra, it's actually fundamental to You've who we to are be a as bit humans. Selfish. Yeah, and you have, you've got to be, it's not selfish, but. It feels like you're being selfish when you do yeah. take when you take time out for yourself to make sure you are, you know, being active, eating healthy, taking just five minutes to go for a walk without people there. But it, it is important for this overwhelm to be selfish. Yeah, it's kind of like maintenance, isn't it? Yeah. You know, for us, for for humans, maintenance for humans is sort of if we were to have a little three B manual. You know, this is this is what be, and coming back to our three B Claire, you know, our B believe breathe. I think that's a really good recipe for you know for day to day. You know, kind of, you know, are you allowing yourself to be how you need to be? Are you tuning in with your your real authentic self? You know, you know what is it that you need to believe 
about today? You know, are your beliefs supporting where your mind and what's going on with your exercising and your body? Mm-hmm. And, you know, have you made that time and space for yourself to breathe? I think, I mean, it, it really does resonate with the three Bs, what you were saying, because if you're not being who you really are, if you're feeling like you're having to put on this false front, because maybe you're not feeling good, you, you there's stuff going on with you, but you feel like you have to put a face on and you feel like you can't be who you really are, that's actually even going to add to your overwhelm, mm. you know, because you're not being true to who you are. You know, so putting false armour on to try and get through the day can really have a detrimental effect for us. So that would even impact on our overwhelm and just increase it even more. So that I think that's a really good idea. The three Bs, we do use them anyway with with ourselves, with our clients. But yeah, it's a really good way of, yeah, let's let's live like this, deal like this. And that can really help reduce that overwhelm. I think what you were saying as well before, uh, Karen, about like some of the classes that you do and actually having if that appointment for that class as a priority and you don't cancel that appointment like you wouldn't cancel maybe her appointment or something no. i think that's really important if you have that headset then you might go out and do that walk and then on that walk you might talk to somebody and then actually when you come back you go in I feel a little bit better i think i can deal with some other stuff now yeah no it does make a difference mm-hmm. put it in pen in your diary not in pencil. <laughs> I like that. It's like you're making that commitment to yourself, aren't yeah. you? And you know, and, and as you say, it isn't selfish. It might feel it at first, but the more that you do it, like with those habits, the more it will just become an integral, natural part of your day-to-day routine. Yeah. How can you look at everyone else if you're kind of running on empty? You can't do it. Indeed. You can't, and you've got to. You've got to fuel yourself, whether that be mind, body, soul, whatever it is. You have to fuel it so that you can give a hundred percent to everything else. Otherwise, you're not. You're not giving everything. Very much so. Sue, yes. what about your song? Well, I was kind of. Oh, I've been all over the place looking for a song for today, um, and the song that I've chosen. Um, I don't really know what it's about. But a bit like you with The Grateful Dead, I've just decided that, you know, it fits for me. Um, I did try and do a bit of research into what it was actually about. Um, The title of it is Or So I Thought. And it was particularly the title that drew me to it because I thought this is kind of how we are with a lot of things, isn't it? We make assumptions about what's true and what's real and what's absolute and song sings about change it talks about having the courage to be kinder um you know my eyes now learning where to look my feet now know where to stand and I think it's that sort of putting these things in place for ourselves so that when those feelings of overwhelm come we know what to do and we can have that intentional action oh how lovely so that was a song by a band called She Drew the Gun, who are, well, they're originally from, I think they're from Birkenhead. I think they're based over in the world. So, yeah. Have you heard of them? No. No. Oh, they're absolutely fantastic. The, Louisa Roach, the singer, she's, she's one to watch, definitely. Lots of social messages, lots of commenting on our times, and her lyrics speak a lot about, you know, about kind of like 
mental well-being mm. and uh, just real stuff. Yeah. Um, but that, that song really, yeah, that's it's from an album called Memories of Another Future, which is from a, a few years ago. But uh, yeah, there's some really great tracks on that on that album. I might have to play another one in a few weeks' time. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> It'd be great to hear that. So we're talking about overwhelmed chai and help people to realise that it's it happens, it happens to everybody and there's nothing wrong with it and we can deal with it and we will get through that as well. If anything has, you know, affected you or if you're feeling this way at this point in time as well, just want to share some information with you. So you can always contact us at 3B um, we're on Facebook, 3B Wellbeing. We are on Instagram, same. Or you can contact us, Claire and Sue, at weare3b.org. So that's our email address, and we will always get back to you. If you want to just send anything into Halton Community Radio, they will always keep that for us, for us to read, and we can get back to you. It's really important that we support one another. Um, you know, this is a big thing. I also want to share there's a, a company called EWG Counselling and you can find them online for their website is ewgcounselling.co.uk and the good thing about these is they offer free instant counselling yeah you heard that right free instant counselling so EWG Chat is a free instant counselling service for anybody in the northwest of England who's suffering the, with their relationships or with their mental health or if you just need to talk. Their service is online and you can chat with one of their counsellors free for 30 minutes. Now, check out the counsellors deal with all sorts of things from depression, self-harm, anger, loss and bereavement, relationship issues, stress which obviously overwhelm is all part and parcel. So it tells you more online. Please do check them out. But I think the fact that nowadays, you know, everything costs money. People really can't afford it. We really want to share what, you know, is out there, what people can access, especially if it's free or very reduced cost and stuff like that. We're really big on making sure that anybody has access to this because it's really important. If you know somebody who is also just struggling, just be a friend and ask them how they're doing. And you don't have to have the answers. You just need to sit with them. That's all they need. Thank you to Karen from Push and Tone for being with us in our second half, having a fabulous conversation with you in the first as well. Thank you for having me. It's It's been been a brilliant, brilliant afternoon. It's been a, pl- a real pleasure. Yeah. It's really helped. And I've, I've, just some of the stuff that you've been talking about in the second half as well, I think has been really helpful. Definitely. Definitely. Loved having you. We have. And we will be back next Thursday for more discussions and dis- uh, in chats and interviews and stuff like that. So we are starting next week on our Emotional Wealth series. Ooh, we are. It's going to be good. So emotional wealth is a concept around resilience and emotional intelligence. Intelligence, well-being, resilience, yeah, Yeah. all that kind of stuff. It is. There's lots of things all within that. So if you've ever been called too sensitive, if you feel like your emotions are taking control, it might be something to do with that. And we have these things called 
positions and there's things that you can hang things onto they're like a hook that you can practice and you know you're doing well in that enables you to have more emotional wealth so we're going to start that series next week so that will be our discussion we look forward to hearing from you please do get in touch if you need anything even if it's just you know there's a song that really resonates with you that you think will resonate with other people let us know that as well we're always happy to hear that just take care take care of yourself take care of your loved ones and be kind to both yourself and to your loved ones as well this has been claire and zoom we are 3b and this is let's talk well-being That was an extract from our radio show, Let's Talk Wellbeing. You can listen in every Thursday between 12 and 2 on HCR 92.3 FM or online on hcr923fm.com.